Hey, welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Today, we will continue our series, The Sevenfold Anointing of King David, Part 2. Last time, I discussed how the Spirit of God left King Saul because of his disobedience. God then instructs the prophet Samuel to anoint a new king. And I gave the definition for anointing or to be anointed. Anyway, that man that Samuel anointed was David. I mentioned that the anointing or the spirit of might came upon David and it manifested itself in seven ways. Let's take a look at manifestation number one. Skillful in playing. Releasing God's presence to others. The scriptures read, let your servant seek out a man who is skillful, who is a skillful player on the harp. And it shall be that he will play it with his hand when the distressing spirit from God is upon him. And you shall be well. Saul said, provide me now a man who can play well. One of the servants said, look, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, and the Lord is with him. Whenever the spirit from God was upon Saul, that David would take a harp and play it. Then Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirit would depart from him. And you find that in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 16 through 23. So David is an anointed musician and he joins Saul's royal court. He was anointed to release God's presence to others, including those who were oppressed. And sometimes we can see that happen in the day in various ways, uh, you know, including worship as well as through laying hands on people in prayer for the release of the spirit upon them. Have you ever been in a service and someone, um, you know, the music was flowing, it was anointed, um, very powerful, and you felt the presence of God and somebody received their healing. I know I've experienced that a couple of times myself. Anyway, um, our worship should comfort and evangelize others. Believers are told to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Philippians chapter four, verse four, first Thessalonians um, chapter five, verse 16. Like David, your worship can help to comfort those in sorrow. Your joy expressed through worship and praise can also help to evangelize others with the hope that is within you. And the question on the table is, 
Are you sharing your gratitude and joy through worship with others? Or are you just kick back in Zion? You know, you letting the worship leader and the praise team do all the singing and you just kind of stand there, you know, um, barely, you know, participating. Or are you just releasing uh, uh, and, and joining in with with the saints of God and just giving God praise and just giving him worship and you don't care what other people think or say or how you look you just begin to worship him and the bible says in spirit and in truth worship that is rooted in the holy spirit is less about the talent that some people possess to sing beautiful worship songs but it's more about that you are capable of connecting with God through your renditions. Can you connect with God through the song, through the music? I know when I first started singing praise and worship, I really didn't uh, know a lot of the church songs. But I would just begin to make up my own songs and begin to sing to God. And it was some of the 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 best times I can ever remember and remembering how God just moved in a mighty way. Is your worship rooted in the Holy Spirit? David's worship was God centered. It, it wasn't about um, trying to get people to clap or, or recognize that you did this fantastic run or whatever, but it was about glorifying God. True worship is both an affair of the heart and mind. And, and sometimes when we come into praise and worship, when there's corporate praise and worship, or even at home when we're alone or when, wherever we are, we may not be at home, but wherever we are, um, there can be certain things that might be pulling us back, keeping us from exercising our whole heart and mind, um, you know, in, in praising God and worshiping God. We have external factors as well as internal factors. And, you know, you have to figure that out for yourself because it's different factors for different people. But whenever we begin to praise, whenever we begin to worship the Lord our God, we should do it with all our heart all our mind, all our soul, all our strength, and really focus on the Lord God himself. An effective corporate worship leader, aided and, and, and led by the Holy Spirit, skillfully combines biblical truth with music to magnify the worth of God and the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. There by motivating the church to join him or her in proclaiming and cherishing the truth about God and seeking to live all of life for the glory of God. So it's not just a thing where you get up on Sunday and do your thing and then Monday through Friday, you live like the devil. No, it's not about that. You know, it's, it's just living all of life for the glory of God. In my life, Lord, be glorified. David, in these scriptures, he's a picture of the potential of the prophetic singer 
when the person is prophetic in changing the course of a nation through releasing the presence of God on the king or the president or whoever is in authority and driving out darkness. David operated in anointed music. And that anointed music affected the king, thus the entire nation. One of David's greatest revelations is this, that God is enthroned in corporate praise or that praise releases the authority of his throne. God enthroned in praise means that God moves in power when people corporately praise him. David understood this reality like no man in the Old Testament. Prophetic music is more than just good music. Prophetic music has a supernatural element to it. The Bible says you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Psalms 22 verse 3. Then there's another element to um, this prophetic music, uh, to music that is anointed. David sang his way out of trouble, referring to it as songs of deliverance. And he did this not only for himself, but for others like Saul, songs of deliverance. The scriptures say, you shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance, songs of deliverance. Psalms 32 verse 7. Jehoshaphat experienced this in a military crisis. He called forth, remember, the prophetic singers, the prophetic choirs. When they begin to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Check it out. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22. Elisha um, understood this principle when the wicked king Jehoram, son of Ahab, made a military alliance with the good king Jehoshaphat, the king uh, uh, who was he was king of Judah to fight against Moab. They had marched for seven days without being able to find to, um, you know, um, being able to fight their army and and animals. And so they were in despair. So uh, Jehoshaphat asked for a prophet to help Jehoram and Jehoram called for Elisha. Let me get that out right. Jehoshaphat asked for a prophet to help and Jehoram called for Elisha. And Elisha really had contempt for Jehoram because of his evil ways. But he came only because he honored uh, uh, Jehoshaphat, King Jehoshaphat. So King Jehoram asked Elisha for prophetic direction in the crisis. But Elisha, he asked for a musician to play and release the hand of God or the authority of the spirit on him. 
Now bring me a musician. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him, meaning Elisha, 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 15. Then there's David's last words that reveal how he saw himself as a sweet psalmist or a prophetic singer. It reads, these are the last words of David. Thus says David, the son of Jesse, thus says the man, the man raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel. Second Samuel chapter 23, verse one. So I'll end it with this. Sometimes you have to praise and worship your way out. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as we reflect on the love of God and the word of God. Join us every Wednesday and click that subscribe button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you at it, spread the news to your family and friends to check out this podcast. Until next time, all my kings and queens, be blessed.